Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends. And she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one. And the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kid's imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started today, I want to give a shout out to Juniper from New Zealand. Juniper drew a great picture of Tatiana practicing with her bow and arrow. You can see it at kidstoriespodcast.com. Thanks for that drawing, Juniper. It's awesome. And thanks for listening. Now, last time on Ninja Olympics Part 2... We heard Harvey and Luke win the Ninja Olympics. The Clown Ninjas said they could become members of the Clown Dojo, but first they needed to go on a quest. Harvey and Luke are tasked with retrieving the Sun Crystal from the caves beneath Stone Hill. Now those caves are quite dangerous. So let's listen in on Clown Dojo Ninja Olympics Part 3. Harvey and Luke had never been more excited. They just won the annual Clown Dojo Ninja Olympics. The Clown Ninjas crowned them the winners and told them they would be allowed entry into the dojo and become Clown Ninjas themselves. But first they had to go on a mission. They needed to retrieve the Sun Crystal from Stone Hill. Stone Hill was a massive rock hill, jutting out of the ground about 30 feet or so. It was easily climbable. At the top, there was a big crystal stuck right in the stone. There was no way to pull the crystal out without breaking it. The only way to get the crystal out was from the inside. At least that's what everyone thought. Deep beneath Stone Hill was a complex mess of caverns and underground caves. And those caves were full of cave spiders and ogres and everything awful. So no one had ever been able to retrieve the crystal. They either couldn't find it inside, or they couldn't get through the mess of bad guys. Daisy Dropkick gave Harvey and Luke a bit of advice before they left on their quest. Good luck, you two. And remember, use your size to your advantage. Some of those cave openings are quite small. She winked and walked back into a clown dojo building. 
Now, Harvey and Luke had even been on top of Stone Hill before. It was something that people did for fun. It was fun to climb up there and check out the crystal and, and watch the sun shine off of it. But they had never been inside, underneath, with all the baddies there and everything. Harvey, are we going to fight some bad guys in the caves, you think? Luke asked. Well, maybe, said Harvey. But I bet we can just avoid most of them. Come on, let's go get some gear. The clown ninjas allowed Harvey and Luke to take as much gear as they needed. They packed away a little food, some weapons, and other things they thought they might need. It only took them a few hours to get there. They walked around the hill and found the cave entrance. Harvey and Luke stood in front of an entrance to the Stone Hill Caves, staring into the darkness. They each lit a small torch and walked in a few steps. All right, Luke, let's just make sure we stay together, said Harvey. Stay alert and be silent. Yeah, Harvey, stay alert and be silent whispered Luke. The two heroes walked down dark hallways made of stone and mud. They walked slowly and carefully, listening for any sign of bad guys. Soon they reached a large, empty room with a ceiling so high they couldn't even see it in the darkness. Now there were two other cave openings on the other side. The two boys entered the room silently and they heard nothing. Which way, Harvey? asked Luke. I think the one on the left looks like it's going to lead a bit more toward the center, so it'll be underneath the sun crystal. Let's try that way, said Harvey. As they stepped toward the entrance, they heard a sound that was like a hissing sound, or a baby's rattle. It was coming from above them. The two boys leaped backward as a jet-black cave spider dropped from the ceiling and swiped at them with its sharp front legs. The boys pulled out their swords, so each was wielding a torch and a sword. The spider was lightning quick. It slashed at them and stabbed at them, and they were barely able to spin and dodge out of the way. The boys stabbed at the spider with their swords and swiped their flaming torches to keep the spider at bay. Luke, the hallway, said Harvey. We've got to make it to that passage. Luke and Harvey each went on opposite sides of the spider and scurried around it, trying to reach the opening that they spied earlier. Harvey thought perhaps they could run away from the spider and maybe lose it in the halls. They sped down that hall, its walls and ceiling made of stone, their torches flashing light all around them as they ran. Harvey tried to remember where they were going, where they had been, but it was difficult when there was a monster cave spider chasing you at full speed. As Harvey turned another corner, he looked behind him and noticed Luke wasn't there. A panic set in Harvey, and he skidded to a stop. Luke! His voice echoed through the stone caves. Harvey rushed back the way he came. Luke was right there around a bend, and Harvey almost bumped into him. He was just standing there. Oof, said Harvey. Luke, what are you doing? Harvey saw Luke holding out his hand to the spider. In Luke's hand was a collection of candy. Luke! 
You can't feed the bloodthirsty spider. We gotta get out of here. He's not thirsty. He's hungry. For candy, said Luke. That spider is going to bite off your hand, Luke, said Harvey. You distract it with the candy and I'll stab it with my sword. Luke slowly turned his head to Harvey, looked him right in the eyes and said, Don't stab Ziggy. You named the cave spider, said Harvey. People don't name cave spiders. They fight them or get eaten by them. Just then, as Harvey held his sword at the spider and tried to convince Luke not to feed it candy, the spider calmly lurched forward. And sticky, sharp, disgusting mandibles slid out from its mouth and ever so gently took the candy from Luke's hand. The candy crunched in the spider's mouth, and it made a... like a happy sound. As happy a sound as a cave spider can make, anyway. He likes it, said Luke. Of course he likes it. It's candy, said Harvey. He probably also likes brains, too, you know. The spider crept a bit more forward and took more candy that Luke presented in his hand. Sit, Ziggy, said Luke. The spider looked at Luke curiously. Sit, said Luke, like this. And Luke sat down right there in the dirt of the cave to show him. The spider looked at Luke and then looked at the ground. He sat his large black spider body on the ground just like he saw Luke do. No way, said Harvey. Ziggy, where's the sun crystal? asked Luke. Ziggy just stood there, looking all spidery and dangerous. He did not, after all, speak English. Harvey reached into his pocket and pulled out a small gemstone that he kept among some coins. Here, show him this, he said, and handed Luke the stone. Luke held out the small gemstone to show Ziggy. He waved his flaming torch around a bit so the light reflected off the surfaces of the gem for, Jiggy, for Ziggy to see. Ziggy the cave spider then perked up and tapped his long, sharp legs on the ground. He then rushed forward, skittering between the boys on his eight terrifying legs. Come on, Harvey, yelled Luke as he followed Ziggy. Harvey ran to catch up. The spider led them through more twists and turns, and finally stood next to a plain section of stone cave wall. Well, this looks like a dead end, said Harvey. Ziggy the cave spider scratched at the ground near the base of the stone wall. The boys looked down and noticed a small opening, just big enough for them to crawl through. Luke and Harvey knelt down and peered through the opening. They saw light and movement, but couldn't really make out anything specific. Well, let's go, I guess. That light we see in there might be from the sun crystal. Hopefully we can go in there and climb up the ceiling somehow and pull the crystal out, said Harvey. But be careful. We don't know what's in there. Sure thing, Harvey, said Luke. All right, Ziggy. Wait right here. Sit. And Ziggy sat. Luke 
tossed some candy on the ground for Ziggy, and he began munching on it. Harvey and Luke slowly, cautiously, crawled on their bellies into this hidden room, hoping the sun crystal was somewhere inside, and hoping bad guys were not. The end. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Before I sign off, I want to mention that you should never feed a giant cave spider candy. You should never feed giant cave spiders anything. In fact, you shouldn't be out traipsing through caves in the first place. Anyway, be sure to visit the website, kidstoriespodcast.com, and check out the cool drawing videos I have posted there. Email me with any questions or drawings at kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.